Tech Trailblazers. Tech Trailblazers. Tech Trailblazers. Tech Trailblazers. Where tech meets you. Where tech meets you. Where tech meets you. Where tech meets you. Okay, this feels like a while. <laughs> Welcome to the season two of the Tech Trail Blazers podcast and this episode one. It feels so good to be here talking again on this podcast and I do hope I was missed. My name is Michael Adelaja and I am a content marketing specialist as Ashem Limited. Yes, it's a new year, new me kind of thing. <laughs> and I am your host for today. This podcast is an initiative of Ashem Limited Nigeria's Pride in IT Services, and we focus on discussing tech-related topics in an authentic manner and the most relative way possible, so that you as an individual or a business can learn and grow from. I have my course with me today, Ruth Okafor. Hi, Michael. <laughs> Hi, everyone. It's great to be here again after, what was it? Three months, I think. Yeah, one. I really missed the satisfaction that talking to our audience brings to me. In fact, talking about tech generally brings to me. So guys, if you're listening to us right now, we want to apologize for being away for too long. Yeah, we've been away. Well, we've not just been idle, we've been putting some necessary things in place for an incredible season two with the Tech Show Blazers podcast. Trust me, eh? hmm. you're not even ready for what we are bringing your way this season. You know when Michael said, yes, New Year, knew him, some of our new listeners might not really understand what you mean. Initially, his introduction used to be, hello, everyone. My name is Michael Adelaja. I am a digital marketing associate at Hashem Limited. But this year, he had a new role as a content marketing specialist. So apparently, it's New Year New Michael and New Year New Us as well. So <laughs> expect the bomb this year. Yeah, thank you. Earth seems to taking my words straight out of my mouth because she's absolutely right. This season is going to be coming with fresh topics, fresh ideas, fresh discussion, fresh content as related to tech. I will be addressing some key concerns that will enable you to enjoy the best of technology and stay updated with the latest trend in the technology world this season. Season 1 was a good success for us and um, we are glad that we able to share tips for how to get started in tech and also few tools that can help you to derive ultimate value from your investment in technology and the feedback was explosive. We had about six powerful episodes. We had about six tech professionals and over 130 listens from different parts of the world. I mean, that was truly a success. And um, I must say, we are truly overwhelmed by your love and support because that's gone above and beyond. So we are now yes, bringing the second season of Tech Trail Blazers podcast. I still have to address some of the most important things in tech, but they are sometimes often overlooked. So today's episode is inspired by episode 6 from season 1 I hope you can remember 
we discussed the five major tech breakthroughs in 2022. That's why we had Mr. Fasa, he was our guest for that episode. So if you remember, we discussed the growth of AI as a part of the interesting things 2022 had to offer to us. The thing now that there was so much growth of in AI rather, there was so much growth in AI in 2022. Uh, we saw so many innovations, so many ideas, so many technology coming to the scene. And so no surprise when in, in this new year, we saw ChatGPT becoming a trending topic in the world. I mean, it was trending all over the world. We were going around talking about ChatGPT, look at what it can do, look at what it can do, look at what it says. And to be honest, I find ChatGPT to be a very useful tool. I mean, it's quite exciting that it can write quotes for you, create a business plan. I mean, develop content strategy in minutes. This is really exciting and scary, I must say. Because if a single platform has been trained to be productive, what happens to the humans that are performing these tasks? And what happens to our jobs? What happens to um, our roles in our workplaces? Those are the many questions we find people asking over the internet that, okay, um, who are the jobs that will be replaced by AI in coming days? And these are questions we want to address in today's podcast. To address these concerns and answer the questions you have, you know, and help settle all your fears, we have invited two tech professionals in the studio today. These men are giants in their field and experts in what they do. They'll be helping us answer the question, is AI taking over my job? Our job, I mean. <laughs> is AI taking over my job? The first person I want you to meet today is a Microsoft MVP in business applications. And by NDP, I know you know that I mean most valuable professional. His name is Mr. Ayola Yotunde, and he's a technology consultant, a trainer, and a solutions architect with several years of experience in various technologies. And he's very much interested in bringing digital transformation to all sectors of the economy. Hello, Mr. Ayola. Thank you so much for joining us today in the studio. How are you doing? Hi, Michael. Hi, Chris. I am doing fine. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you, Mr. Ayo. We also have in the studio with us today, Mr. Chris Tola. Mr. Chris is a cybersecurity expert who is actively involved in organizing cybersecurity training, workshops, and speaking at roadshows in Africa, Europe, and the Middle East. He's very passionate and enthusiastic about the growth of technology and more specifically artificial intelligence hi mr chris welcome today can we hear your voice thanks everyone for having me thanks ruth thanks michael thanks Ayola. i'm glad to be here today uh i've been the cybersecurity expert for a very long time and i i first started seeing AI being used in some of the security that i used to uh, work with uh, specifically deep learning neural networks and that's why I really got interested in that shell intelligence. But I've seen it grown, you know, over that period of time to what it is today. So I'm particularly interested in how AI helps cybersecurity and also how attackers use uh, artificial intelligence, you know, for cyber attacks. And that's what has brought me to this point in my career today. I'm interested and you got to learn from, from this podcast as well. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Chris. I don't know how you're able to tell us that you're ready to learn when we want to learn from you. <laughs> okay, so Mr. Chris and um, Mr. Ayo, I believe Michael has really captured the basis of everything we'll be discussing here today. In his words, he has described 
AI as both exciting and scary. I mean, ever since ChatGPT became popular, I've had lots of conversations with friends and colleagues alike and um, all around ChatGPT. And there's something striking that I've come to see that there are actually two categories of persons, you know, in the whole AI discussion. Um, there's the group who believe that ChatGPT is a tool that will really help to make work better. And then there's the other group who think or who feel like ChatGPT is a tool that is about to take over their job, right? Some persons believe that uh, in a couple of years, as AI seems to be a much cheaper, efficient, and productive option than humans, that many jobs are going to become irrelevant. And I can't even really blame them for that. I mean, just last week, I was trying to come up with some title ideas for a promotional campaign that I was working on. Remember, I'm a content marketing specialist, but I wasn't coming up with anything solid. So I, I thought, why not try ChatGPT and see what comes up? And can you believe that in less than a second, I got about 20 successful titles, 20 nice titles, all AI generated that I could build on for my idea, for my marketing idea. I really hope that my boss doesn't get to listen to this. Right. But that's just one part of the group, like I mentioned earlier. Then the other half are quite more optimistic, um, choosing to believe that they've got nothing to fear. After all, AI and ChatGPT, they are all still um, machines, still just a machine and would never be able to replace humans in their roles, right? So I want to, um, I want to know your take on this these two categories of persons that I just described to you. For those who are fearful, do you think their fear is valid? And for those who are choosing to remain undisturbed in the midst of all of this frenzy, do you think that's okay? Do you think it's okay for them to choose to, re for them to refuse to confront something that is just right in their faces, assuming that there's really an issue? So we'll be starting with you, Mr. Chris, and then Mr. Ayo would also share his thoughts with us. All right. Uh, before we start, let's let's just get the definition uh, out, out of the way. AI okay. stands for artificial intelligence, and it's simply a computer program that can mimic certain aspects of human intelligence, right? So it can be like a human being, right? So the the test, like Turing test, that you can use to test if a particular program, you know, can really really uh, convince a user that they're chatting with a human being or talking to a human being when in fact they're talking to, to a machine. So, uh, that out of the picture, all those groups of people you mentioned, they're all right. Right. So it's, it's like, is the, is the glass half empty or half full? So it depends on you. If you see an opportunity there, indeed there's an opportunity there to make what easier for you. So we know that AI can can reduce your um, work time by 50% to even 90%, right? So that's a good thing. And that good thing is also a bad thing because if AI can reduce your workload, then, you know, effectively your manager could say you, you're redundant, right? So they could rather have AI doing some aspect of your work, right? So yes, it's, it's both true and false, you know, right? Enough of it, it's true, depending on what you're seeing. So if you see opportunity, then go for it. If you feel like, it's going to replace you, then it's not going to replace you. But what we know for sure, for, for, for a fact is AI is here to stay. And if you want to stay relevant, 
you have to either build AI or utilize AI in your in your day-to-day activities. And that is what is what is constant. Everyone needs to get on with the program. Okay. That was that was good. A lot to actually chew because you left me somewhat perplexed somewhere in the middle. I don't know which part which particular group of persons I should be leaning more towards. Those who are fearful or those who are remaining to stay adamant. But Mr. Ayo, um, um, do you mind sharing your thoughts with us to help us answer the question? All right. So, so thank you, um, Chris. I, I think that I'm just going to take a cue from that conversation since we have the AI definition out of the way. Uh, and if you look at the two sides of the divide that we have in terms of those who are optimistic about the system and those who are rather fearful about the system now it depends on how you view uh what ai does so not knowing what ai is as a system will then will affect your approach to the system right so i know that yeah this system is just like an help to what i do not necessarily uh a system that can take over now there's a lot of argument that can come in play here right because in, in, in the development world, we argue, I, I've had like arguments today with colleagues, right? Where we say that we build the air, we code out the air. So if you talk, if it, so it means that if we code out the air, we can stop the air tomorrow, right? So that's, that's, that's an optimistic side of things. So where we look at an air and say, you know what, this AI is developed to help this specific need. That means reduce our repetitions or activities that we do in terms of work and then increase productivity moment you start to see it from that side, it, it then forms your approach to the system. If I know that AI is coming in for productivity, to increase productivity, rather than, you know, uh, come as a competitor to what I do, then you will see from a different perspective. So if you are from the first divide of, uh, this is going to take over my job, then the idea would be you need to learn about your job effectively and know what on your job actually should be shanked off to AI and what on your job can AI not do? By the time you can answer that question, your perspective about AI changes, right? From the flip side of it, for those who are optimistic about the system, it's not enough to be uh, anxious or to like what the system does, right? It's enough to understand the system effectively and see how you, that op- uh, optimism can actually, you know, use the system to your advantage. So you need to actually evaluate that and that will form which side of the device you really want to sit on, all right? Thank you. I hope that helps clarify your staggered mic. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Ayo. Thank you, uh, Mr. Chris. Um, yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's beginning to make sense. Okay, um, Mr. Chris, would you say, seeing as how um, you've had a lot of experience working with AI, artificial intelligence, and of course, its application in cybersecurity, would you say, that AI has affected the way you work? Has it played any important role for you in terms of work? And can you point out maybe one or two setbacks, if there are any, you've had from the use of artificial intelligence? I'd like to take the the last question first. I have not had any setback easily, other than try to understand uh what has been presented to me i don't build the AI. people like i who build the AI and i'm one of the, the users who probably test them right so i've normally seen any setback rather than myself not learning to utilize it properly 
So has artificial intelligence helped me a lot? Like, yeah, I, I don't think there's anyone today who doesn't use artificial intelligence to an extent, right? If you use Google Maps, for example, to know the traffic, if you're going from point A to point B, you want to get there fast, right? So it gives you the Google Maps or Waze or whatever uh, maps you're using. They also use artificial intelligence to compute the shortest path for you. You know, different times of the day, they will, they will give you the, the, the suggested traffic path, right? The best path for you to travel. So AI has made work easier for me. The assistant, for example, uh, with uh, Microsoft Teams. Microsoft Teams has um, an AI module that helps to uh, to do the transcripts. You know, so you can you can see the 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 written words from speech to text, and it can also help you to uh, generate the meeting notes, right? The highlights, the highlights of the meeting, and also create the action points and assign them to to the, the respective uh, personnel. We should take that up. Maybe we'll give it give it the um, uh, time time wise where it should should be provided. So AI AI has been able to help me work faster to to be able to, be able to get better results from what I do. So for me in my life, I'll be I've been very grateful to what AI has done in cybersecurity. For example, where AI is applied to to detection of, of malicious uh, files or malicious processes. AI has reduced the, the detection time to as, as low as 30 milliseconds or even less than that. And when it comes to cybersecurity, speed is everything. You know, we have to detect fast so that you can respond fast. And that's the beauty of, of artificial intelligence. So, so for me, in terms of application of AI, it's been excellent. I, I have no reservations at all. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Chris. <laughs> you know, when you were making um, reference to Google Map, I, I, I just remember that. I can't count how many times Google Map has taken me to the wrong direction, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, the, the model is always learning. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Mr. Chris. I, I like your example. They're very solid and reputable. Thank you so much. Um, so, Bossy, why this question is for you, actually, you know, seeing that AI is here to stay and there's really no going back to the days of mana processes, there'll be a time where a lot of mana processes will be automated, and that's a beautiful thing, actually. So I would like to ask that, so what do you believe will be the most significant impact of AI on the job market? That, that's, a, that's a very, very interesting one. <laughs> uh, it's a very, very interesting one because uh, I know that, and, and if you look at what we've said, uh, both myself and Chris, right, you would understand that it's most, most people run towards the, uh, the solution rather than being able to break down the problem statement, right? And that's why a lot of people run back without having an answer. So when you say job market, what do we mean by job market, right? Every job market means that there is a way to solve something, right? So for example, you have, you want to build uh, applications for organizations, right? It means that the organization have a use case to say, we need visibility for our business in the commercial space. Then it means that there has to be people or set of resource that needs to come in to then do that so that the external public can see. So there's a problem, there's a solution. Now, apart from that, when, when I understand that that's the model of the job market, then the question, you know, best the question, what does AI do or how does AI come in play for this market? Right. So 
will AI come in to replace a a, a, a particular problem statement and solve that problem statement fully. If yes, then there's really no job market in that, in that regard, right? Because there are systems that can do that. Now, but if you know that there's no way that here I will still have to do that, you still have some sort of human inclusion. Microsoft calls theirs co-pilot. There's chat GPT and all of that. So different systems, different AI models and all of that, right? But the idea is it's an it's a support system. So if I am looking for a dev job, for example, right? The question would be, what does, what can AI do in development? Oh, AI can help build clean, write clean codes. AI can help clean up my code, can help do a library of my codes, can help reduce, you know, uh, code muffling and then can give me more space in my code and optimize my system. But who is writing the system or the code, the developer? What is AI doing for the developer optimization? So when you go to a, a, a job interview or when you have a job uh, fair and all of that, and you talk that way to say, see, in building a system, A, B, C, D is the model. This is what we can do. This is how we can optimize with AI. Now, it's different from somebody who comes to the system and say, this is what I will do. However, I don't know what AI can do here. There are two different ent entry points, right? So it, it means that the job market is still the job market for the people who have the knowledge. Because before you can use an AI, you need to actually know the solution that the AI can support with. So if AI is going to help me build an application, I need to know how to build the application. I need to know the application because if I don't know, I can't tell my AI what it should do because the AI is a listening device, a listening system. It needs to listen for something and then respond. Send me topics of marketing content. That's what you tell the AI. And here I scout for it and returns that. But if you don't know how to ask that question to say, send me marketing content question, AI cannot do nothing for you. Do you see that? So it means the job market is all about the person, the resource person, first understanding, growing the knowledge of that, uh, you know, skill set first, then see how AI comes in play as a support system. All right. Because no company will interview an AI, right? They will interview the human being. All right. Thank you. Oh, that was, that was very solid. I mean, that was very solid, you know? It just made me like that um, this this thing about AI is going to be more like more like a partnership between humans and AI eventually. So that's where the job market is going towards, where women and AI will actually align in many ways. So even with even with using AI for different things, you as a person need to understand how to even use that AI. Actually, you I thought you want to make it do your job better, you need to understand how it works, how to put the right then words. You know, even even example like ChatGPT, sometimes you have to even put the right then keywords or statements just to get the right answers actually. So eventually it's going to be more like a sync between man and AI in the long run. So thank you for that, Mr. Ayo. That was very, very solid. This for Mr. Chris, and this was in line with the question we asked and also what we also asked Mr. Ayo just now. I also want to also know your thought that what's, what, what impact would you say AI will have a nature of job, let's say in the next five to 10 years from now? Uh, so from what we have seen right now, it's, it, it appears that uh, AI is already creating jobs. Like if you go to the websites for OpenAI, for example, you will find lots of vacancies there. You know, you're looking for all kinds of roles, data scientists, and stuff like that. Yeah, so AI is going to create a lot of a lot of jobs. So we need to start building capacity to be able to take on on those jobs. Uh, one one of the things that fascinated me was that last week I saw a job vacancy, like you know, Ayo mentioned. You need to be able to use the tool to be able to get what you want. Someone was looking for prompt writers, 
and they were ready to pay prompt writer three hundred thousand dollars a year. So someone to tell Chat uh, GPT what to do, you know, step by step, and this person will get paid three hundred thousand dollars a year. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot of opportunities in the next five to ten years. People need to start, you know, reprogramming themselves to be able to take advantage, you know, of, of AI, you know, in, the, in that period of time. People need to. We, we, can, we can't keep doing things the same way, right? We have to be dialogue. We have to be, we have to adapt. That is that is the keyword. We need to adapt to the changes and be able to stay ahead and prepare ourselves, you know, for what's coming because it's already here. That means from what you said, Mr. Chris, um, some jobs will go and new and better high paying jobs will come up and we have to, we as humans have to be prepared for that change, right? Definitely, definitely. So some jobs will change as, as we know them right now, you would need to have you know, some skills in talking to AI for you to be able to get some jobs. Let's put it that way. Because if someone mm -hmm. is going to invest in it, actually, they want to be optimized. So they want someone using it to be able to use it. At some point, you had to learn to use Microsoft Excel. Without Excel, you could not get some roles. Without uh, Word, you could not get some roles. This, these are tools that were automated. You know, they, they rendered typing in obsolete. You know, they rendered the use of manual spreadsheets obsolete. So you have to learn to use them too. So I think AI is also going to be that way. You have to learn to use whatever AI model they're using. It just feels like the deeper we go, the more interesting this whole conversation gets. Um, it's very clear from both your answers, Mr. Chris and Mr. Ayo, that um, AI is evolving to become an important part of work. Okay, um, Mr. Ayo, this whole conversation just reminds me of uh, the conversation I and Michael was having earlier before the session. He was telling me about how that he saw on Mr. Chris's WhatsApp status that um, some group of persons used ChatGPT to participate in a hackathon, that's a competition, and ChatGPT was able to help them win the competition. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Uh, from your experience in automation, I, I don't know if you can give us examples of jobs that AI, you think AI could completely automate? Because if AI could help a group of persons win a hacking competition, I write code that they use in winning a hacking competition. It's blowing my mind. I, I just cannot imagine the possibilities that exist. I wonder if there are jobs, right, that AI could completely automate. Maybe not now, maybe in the nearest future. Oh, all right. So, <laughs> so you will not put me on this spot because uh, so that young <laughs> Tech, young, young techies will not start, or young people in the street people will not start running away. No, no. So I wouldn't call it jobs, okay? So okay. I wouldn't say AI will, will automate a job. No, no, no. I would say processes. All right. So let's not call it jobs because every job has meant a process. So, and AI cannot do, AI, AI will not be able to. There's some things I can tell you now that AI will not do. See, when it comes to things like strategy sessions, Strategy sessions are very tangled. You and Michael are in content, right? Strategy is something that no matter how and here it returns pointers for you, right? Strategy is strategy. It requires human thinking. Are you getting what I'm saying now? That's a process. It's not so that a process and a part of what you in digital marketing. It's just one half of your job. You have a lot of other processes in that job. Do you see one? So you can't say AI is replacing. So for anybody listening right now, don't think from the job angle, think from the process angle. So I am a, I am an accountant, right? 
in my accounting, which processes in my accounting are repetitive, which processes or which tasks in my accounting are fixed, right? Uh, which task in my accounting can a human being do a two seconds or three seconds? So when you, when you start breaking up processes like that, then you can start fitting the gap to say, okay, because this is repetitive, here I can solve this, right? I can have, oh, because this is predictive, ML can come in play here. So let's pick, uh, for example, let's go to media, media, for example, media jobs. So in media jobs, we have advertising, we have content creation, we have technical analysis, right? So if you look at that, do you think, and here I can be generalist to analyze what's going on in the country or in the community, right? No. However, you would understand that if you look at that journalism, there's processes involved in how a journalist acquires information that forms their ideology in journalism. So that process of acquisition of that understanding, that is an AI job. And here I can go help you source for that information. You read up on that information and it forms an ideology in your mouth. Do you see that? That's what I was saying. If I leave media and I go to Ithiga, for example, if you, if you look at legal industry, you have paralegals, you have legal assistants, but will an AI go to court and argue your case? I'm, I'm using industries that are not tech tech related now so that we can understand how important it is. But in that same legal industry, paralegal activities can be done by AI because paralegal activities include, include things like writing. Today, you can say to Microsoft Word to say, give me a summary about this and then Copilot's AI model can help you write something and then you can, move, and then you can edit it. See that that's a paralegal job that you can bring AI into show is a process in the legal industry. So everybody listening should reason from that angle. Look at your job or your career path and then look at processes in that career path that AI can then address. So repetitive processes, uh, fixed processes, and you slot in AI to solve that. Are you seeing that? So that's, that's basically what my answer would be. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I just have um, a few more questions to go and one of the questions that I wanted to ask is for the both of you to give um, our listeners your advice on um, how to better prepare themselves for the increasing role of AI in the workplace, right? So, you know, but it seems Mr. Ayo, you've already taken, you already answered that question for me. So I'm just going to, <laughs> I'm just going to hand um, the baton over to Mr. Chris. Mr. Chris, from everything we've just discussed, Mr. Ayol helped us understand that AI would help with processes and not take over jobs to help in automating processes and not automating jobs entirely. What advice do you have for our listeners? How can they better, how can we all better prepare ourselves for the increasing role of um, artificial intelligence in the workplace and in the performance of our duties? All right, I think I, I mentioned that before. We need to start learning to use AI more. Uh, what, what, what I tell people is AI will not take anybody's job, but people using AI might take over your job, right? It's like, like I give you an example of uh, Microsoft Excel, for example, where he, he was, he was the, the hot key. He's still, still very important, still very important to write. People who use AI will most likely be preferable to people who don't. That's the honest, that's, that's the truth, because AI gives gives uh, you an advantage, right? So you have to learn to use AI no matter what you're doing. And for those who also want to build AI, I think they're welcome. They will be data scientists. You want to start building models or testing models or, or training models or stuff like that. 
like I said, a lot of them are also required today. So you can start looking at those, those kind of jobs. So you can go to the likes of OpenAI and check out their careers and see the career path that is required to do XYZ job description. Maybe you want to start tailoring your career towards that path as well. But for those who want to stay in their jobs, uh, who want to be decision makers, managers and stuff like that, you also have to start learning to work more, more, more effectively. Let's not forget we live in a capitalist environment where the investor wants to make the most profits, right? So any opportunity to eliminate human workforce, they will grab it, they will, because they want to make money. AI, you don't have to pay AI, um, HMO, you don't have to pay pensions, you don't have to pay salaries. You know, the, the, the TCO is probably low. Initially, the CAPEX is high, but for, for the OPEX, the operational cost is quite low. So if you can use the AI to eliminate some processes, like Arya said, people will take it, they, they, they will grab it with both hands, right? So we have to be wary of that thread as well and not be complacent. So you need to start using the AI, you know, the AI to do your job. You need to start, you know, if you want to build the AI too, like I said, you need to start doing that. There are so many AI tools right now that help you to reduce your workload. No matter what you're doing, there must be an AI tool right there that can reduce your work by up to 50 to 90%. So why not grab a thing so we can have enough time to do other things today? All right. Wow, that, was, that was truly awesome. That was very awesome. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Chris. You know, just answer the question I had in mind. You know, I've been seeing a lot of comments from people saying that um, they need to learn the hard stuff since AI yeah, really taking over a lot of things, like since the guys have a lot of things. They need to start learning how to code. And like, that's so wrong. With what you said now, you, you may not see that, yes, you need to still learn things, actually. Think that, and when you learn things, you're learning your basic job rules and also how to work with AI for your job. So thank you so much for that one, Mr. Chris. That was very solid. So I, I think uh, we actually done in the way. So I'll just say thank you so much for your time, uh, Mr. Chris, Mr. Hayo. You know, I'm so glad you're able to join us today and we really had a wonderful time learning a lot from you today. I mean, I've really learned a lot personally, actually. I've seen some things I can I can include in my job and also involve in my lifestyle, actually. Um, so um, I want to just say once again, thank you so much. You know, it has been amazing and fun hearing you address this subject matter. And I believe a lot of people have enjoyed the discussion. Our listeners are enjoying the discussion. So if listeners, if you have feedback, you can send us an email to podcast at ashem.com and we're going to take your questions and concerns you might want to have or address. So before we let you go, Mr. Chris and Mr. Ayo, we just have one question actually. It's like our fun segments. We call it icebreakers. We just want to just ask a, a simple question and you just answer us in maybe next 10 to 15 seconds. So Ruth, can you just ask them the icebreaker questions? All right, sure. I've been looking forward to this part. So this question is going to be a bit weird. So Ayo, you go first. Okay, no. Uh, I don't want Mr. Chris to have the time to, leisure of time to think about his own answer. I don't know how we're going to do this. I'm just going to ask. Um, can you mention three of the weird things, three weird things you wish AI could do for you, like three very, very weird things you wish AI could do for you on a regular day. Okay, well, I wish. I'm sure we have the same answer. I need to be there because I did doing it, but it's not doing it, but it's not doing it for you. Anything that's with documentation, anything that's with documentation, AI should take it off my hand. NLC, that be our point. Please, you just take it off my thing. Thank you. 
Okay, that's a good one. Very relatable too, because I can't count how many times I wish AI could just put up, put together a good PowerPoint presentation for me, so I don't have to do the work. And how about you, Mr. Chris? Well, I, I was right when they said we'll have the same. <laughs> well, we can't wow. all have the same answers now. Report, my, mine is reporting, like, I have to spend a lot of time, you know, doing the reports, you know, daily report, activity report. I need the AI to do that for me, but that takes a whole lot of time. And like you mentioned the presentation, because uh, my role requires, you know, some creativity, right? So I have to listen to someone, I have to build the solution for them. But before then, I have to present the solution to them, you know, so I need AI to help me come up with it. Yeah, I'm already using AI to do some of that, and it's, it's doing it, but not so well. I believe it to take, it to take a little bit of time. You know, for that to be done. All right. Okay. So basically, I need AI to be my my PE, my personal assistant, so to speak. Yeah. Tell me what to do now. Write my email and was out and help me. Write the emails. Are you sure you want that? I, I, yeah. Yeah. What that? Doing, I'm 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 so happy with Copilot because Copilot now can help me filter mails, get the mails that are not important away. But I need it to now. It can it can also contract me now. Yeah. Copilot mm -hmm. is doing that now. I can write mail for you. But I see some things sharp that I still need. To do, you understand? Uh, I don't yeah. like one thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it has been an awesome session today, and I have learned a lot from my two bosses, Mr. Chris and Mr. AY. So, we would like to hear what you've learned. So, please write to us at podcasts at ashem.com. And if you are here to join our billing list, uh, I mean, you are totally missing us. So, mm -hmm. we head over to bit.ly slash ttb podcast and we have a big news for you roots kindly honors in announcing what we have for our listeners of course michael but i'm going to need some drum rolls please all right thank you guys it would please you to know that we now have our very own social media account. So please endeavor to follow and engage with us across all social media platforms. I mean, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. You just do that by running a simple search for our name, Tech Trailblazers Podcast, and then boom, it says on your screen. Our next episode is going to be aired on the 28th of April and we'll be discussing a topic that is centered around data backup, something I'm sure is very important to everyone, whether as an individual or as an organization. This is not one topic you want to be missing out on calls. We're going to have surprise guests in the studio with us. Yes, you heard that right. Can you turn on your post notifications so you'll be the first to know when this episode is aired. Till then, I only have two words for you. Keep blazing. Ooh, I love that. Keep blazing. Can we start using that route? Uh-huh. Yeah, sure we can. So yes, so keep blazing, everyone. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye to everyone. Bye. Uh, thank you. Bye. Tech Trailblazers. Tech Trailblazers. Tech Trailblazers. Tech Trailblazers. Where tech meets you. Where tech meets you.
you. Where tech meets you. Where tech meets you.